have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast, and I am really excited about today's episode. It's something I've wanted to talk about on the show for a long time, and I found the perfect guest. So how many times have you looked in your closet and thought, I seriously have nothing to wear? Yeah, me too, like thousands (laughs) every day, at least twice a day. Then when you find something and you put it on, you think, hmm, that actually fit me yesterday. (laughs) What is happening to my body? Or maybe like myself, you find holes in it or, you know, you realized the other day I actually like bent over and realized there was a hole in the crotch of my pants. That was fun too. So I'm here today with co-owner of Smithery Style, Mavis Huntley, to talk about dressing for your body shape, rediscovering confidence in motherhood and all things mamapreneur life. So welcome, Mavis. Thank you. I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah, it's going to be fun because your business is so cool and I'm just so glad that we found each other to talk about this because, yeah, it's it's one of those little hidden gems that moms don't really think are attainable for them. So it's, it's great. So I'm going to introduce you formally and then we're going to dive right in. Sure. So Smithery is an online and by appointment studio that helps women shop for their shape. They curate the most flattering cuts for each body shape and model the clothes on real women representing different shapes and sizes. Smithery's proprietary shape finder and studio in style sessions uh, will help teach you your body shape and the tips on how to dress for your shape. So that's exciting because I actually met your partner at an event and we figured out my shape and it's interesting how you do it. So I'll, I'll wait until later in the show. You can explain it way better than I'll probably botch it if I try, but it's, you know, a combination of letters and things. So it's really quite cool. You know, we're not calling people like pears and, you know, apples or all that stuff. Nobody wants to be a fruit. (laughs) No, nobody wants to be food period when you're talking about your body shape. So I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I'm so excited to dive in. So you're a mom mm-hmm. of a two and a half year old. Yes. And you've been, yeah, that's great. That's a fun age. I know because I have a two and a half year old as well. It's yes. eventful. It's eventful. <laughs> Absolutely. So you've been navigating motherhood on your own terms, listening to those before, but deciding for yourself how to parent and be the best, best version of yourself and a mom as you can. At the same time, your customer base is 80% new moms. Mm-hmm. which is awesome. So essentially like moms that have kids between one and seven years old, your body changes when you become a mom, your lifestyle changes. We have no time to shop. I know that. And you guys offer tips and advice for those ladies and um, how to gain their confidence back in this wild ride of motherhood. So that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, awesome. no, it's been, it's been so fun. We've been doing it for about um, five years now. Um, and I would say like that, 
is the thing that I didn't expect from the business. The part of the business that I didn't expect is just meeting other women like us and like having this common, you know, commonality in terms of how frustrated we are with dressing and then helping women like walk out of there and, and feel like they have a plan or feel like more confident in terms mm -hmm. of what they have. Yeah. That must be so rewarding. Cause I know, you know, I, I don't know how much you know about me personally, but I was a fashion model for half of my life for like no. almost 20 years. I was, you wouldn't know looking at me right now. <laughs> Mavis can see me physically right now. So I'm not going to be posting any pictures of that, but um, you know, it's, it's interesting what happens to us in motherhood. We do change. We change not only our body shape and you know, our ability to shop and those things, but like, our style changes, what we want to wear, what's appropriate to wear, like all this stuff changes, right? Yeah. So I noticed for me, you know, I want comfort over fashion, but I also don't want to look like a total bum all yeah. the time, right? Or like I'm hitting the gym constantly yeah. or, you know, it's just crazy. So I love that you offer really stylish clothes, I must say, you know, I tried on a couple of items yeah. and yeah, I, I think it's really cool what you're doing. So I want to hear a little bit more about, you know, how you started Smithery and why, and just sort of your version, uh, the Cole notes of your story. Yeah. So, um, Brenna and I, we met actually, we were working at an advertising agency one of the top agencies in Canada, John Street. And they, uh, she was the stylish one in the office. So she would show up every day and you were wondering what she was going to wear next. I, on the other hand, uh, was, did not dress well. <laughs> and I would buy off the mannequin. I didn't like shopping. Um, you know, and I get at home and it wouldn't look like that on me and I'd become frustrated. So I was the person, you know, standing at my closet being like, I have nothing to wear yet. A whole closet full of things that just weren't right for my body. Um, so Rena and, uh, I, we started talking and she would give me tips and tricks on how to dress that were so helpful. And I always asked, how do you know this? And she was taking some styling courses on the side. And she said, this is where a uh, personal stylist starts. They figure out your shape and then they, you know, find pieces that cut and flatter, which I didn't, I had no idea. Um, so we figured there must be more women out there like me. And there are lots. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's, that's sort of how it started. Um, what was interesting too, is like in the beginning, I was the guinea pig. So we, uh, I got, you know, shuttled out to some personal stylists around the city just to get an idea of what the current experience was, because we had our perceptions of what that experience was. A, you have to spend thousands of dollars, be intimidating. Um, and those experiences as I was going through were all of that. It was terrible. Um, and what I realized too, from all of them is that the stylists, they, I would like the clothes that they picked out for me then and there, but they didn't tell me like why those pieces were working on me. So yes, I like these like five pieces, but now I can't buy anything else. I have to go back to them. And it's just not, you know, um, financially, <laughs> you can't do that all the time, but also nobody has time to do that. Like you just need some sort of tips and, and tricks in order to shop for yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree. And it's funny because, you know, those things that you fill out where it's like, if you could do one thing, what would it be? Mine was always hire a personal shopper because totally honest, I hate shopping. 
I hate physically going into a store and trying things on and picking things out and the experience with all the people and the stuffiness of the stores. Like it gives me anxiety and I have panic attacks and it's really overwhelming to me, you know, especially places where I can afford to shop like winners or, you know, they, I find it so overwhelming. So I love that you've sort of incorporated that service but made it attainable for moms like myself because we do, we don't we don't have time to shop no, and when no time we, and not a lot of extra money yeah exactly as you said and I think you hit the nail on the head when you just mentioned winners because when we were looking at Smither we were like every other sort of industry has um, given people an easier way to buy or like giving you a way to make better choices. So like, if you think about travel, like we can all now shop like a travel agent online. If you think about cars, same thing, but fashion was still this like myriad of stuff. So that was kind of our goal is to be like, okay, on their website, you can do the shape finder, you figure out your shape, and then you can put that in the site and it will pull up everything that's good for that shape. So you're not lost in this like maze of I like that top, (laughs) but what's it going to look like on me? Um, Because also, as you mentioned before, we showcase like all of the pieces on real women models of those different shapes. And we kind of said they're this height, you know, they are this shape, they're wearing this size to kind of um, help with that too. Which is so amazing. And I actually do like, I'll give a plug to the fashion industry because I was in it so for so long and you know when I was in it it's like you have to be 5'9 you have to be 110 pounds or less you have to have a 24 inch waist like we actually got measured weekly at the agency it was you know just a thing we were objects and you know I talk about it a lot in you know my books and I've shared my story on a lot of different platforms but yeah we we were treated like objects and that's sort of what the industry was but now seeing all of these beautiful women of different shapes and sizes modeling bathing suits and all kind like I really love the way the industry's going yeah. but I think even still with it moving in that direction there is sort of a gap or a void in the industry where it's like okay yeah that's great but like is that still being photoshopped and is that being pinned in the back and what is that you know so it's it's nice to really dig into the reality of the fact that our, our bodies are absolutely all different shapes and sizes. And, you know, to dress for, for our body type is, it's not just like we were saying earlier, you know, the pear shape or, you know, the triangle or whatever it is, like the bean pole, which was my body shape for a long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All these ridiculous things. Yeah. yeah so I, I think it's really wonderful what you're doing. I tried on a pair of pants at this event. I was talking about like the, the leather pants or okay, like the yeah, stretchy the leather one. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Everyone needs to have a pair of those. Oh. So I think people should go over and buy them right now. Cause I think they look good on everyone. Seriously. They look good on everyone. And to be honest, we weren't going to sell pants in the beginning um, because it's such, we, we originally were just an online store. That was sort of like our concept and our idea. Um, I will get back to the pants, but <laughs> what happened was um, the, uh, what happened is women would do the shape finder and they would email us and say, I did the shape finder. I still, I'm not sure what shape I am, which is not surprising. Only one in 10 women know their body shape. So it's not surprising at all. And then we, they would say, can I come in and run and I'd be like, come to our basement or come to the coffee shop. Um, so that's kind of what perpetuated us getting a studio space 
in Toronto and doing the in-person style sessions. Um, and then we opened up our second location at Whitby this past summer. But that it, it's been interesting. Like we definitely have followed in terms of like what our customers ask for. When we first started to run and I, neither of us were moms um, as well. So it's kind of been interesting how Smithery has kind of run its course as, you know, we experience what it feels like for our bodies to change and our lifestyle to change and all that thing. So I feel like we've gotten better at that. But the pants, the pants are so then <laughs> we, uh, we were going to get pants and then we found this company, uh, their sister companies they are in Montreal. Um, we tried to, to have as many Canadian brands as possible on the roster. I love that. Yeah. And if they're not Canadian, then we make sure that the brands we carry have a brand story to them. There's nice. a reason that we're carrying them. It's just not like, well, there's another cute top, right. That is available. Um, so they were out of Montreal and what they wanted to do is they want to make the work version of Lululemons. Um, so they're all like this, you know, thick stretch, comfy cut. And they are like the perfect pant for like our new mom or, you know, moms in terms of you can bend down, you can bend over. They're like durable. I've had mine for like four years, one pair. Right. And the, <laughs> and the price point isn't bad. Like they're uh one ten most of them. So I feel like for a good pair of pants, it's last me four years. Like I'm like sold. Lululemons cost that much. I know. Yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, they last a long time as well, but you know, you, I'm guilty of wearing Lululemon pants to business meetings and to school events and literally to everything and every everywhere. But it'd be nice to have something comparable that's a little more professional looking. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been doing like TV interviews and things and I'm like, I literally stand in my closet and go, can I get away with wearing Lulus right now? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is this okay to wear Lulus to this yeah. event? Just because it really, to me, comfort is everything now, you know? I, as a mom and like, I'm always running around, I'm always on the ground playing with kids and getting dirty. And like, I just, I want something that looks good. That's comfortable. That's not super expensive. You know, yeah. we were talking before the show, like I default to Joe fresh and there's two reasons. One is dirt cheap, yeah. but I mean, you do get what you pay for on a, yeah. on a lot of, you know, that's sort of historically known. Um, but also because I'm already in the grocery store. It's like, oh, this is the only time I'm ever going to have to shop. So I'm just going to get, you know, these pair of tights for 10 bucks and this shirt for five bucks. Yeah. And then there you go. I have a new outfit from the grocery store. It's embarrassing when no, I think about everybody it. Everybody does it. <laughs> I do it. Like, yeah, like it's terrible. Um, yeah. And you're usually as a mom, especially because you're, or you're in the Joe Fresh section looking for your kids. And then you're yes. like, oh, then like all of a sudden you grab. This is cute. Yeah. yeah these yeah. cute things. For yeah. Sure. And, and you like, it's so true. So um, I would say how our customer shops with us for the most part is um, for locally people for sure is that I'll fi I finally come in for this style session. So I know I mentioned a style session. So what happens there is um, you can sign up on the website book an appointment in either studio in Toronto or Whitby. And we send you um, a little questionnaire ahead of time and it asks you those questions about your lifestyle so that um, you're not coming in blind and we've pulled like fancy dresses for you when you're like, I'm a mom who is like, or I'm a teacher that is bending over or like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we, we have some base knowledge um, about you and then we pre-pull a rack 
based on that knowledge um, uh, and what size you guess, or sorry, not what size, what shape you've guessed you are. Um, and then we do your measurements in there. We determine, we confirm your body shape. Um, and then we go through the pieces, but we get you trying on stuff, but we're telling you why they work. So, you know, if you're, you know, a circle hem t-shirt um, with a rounded sort of hem instead of a hem that goes straight across, it's flattering on everyone. And it's just like, that's a quick tip that you can take when you're in Joe Fresh even, but look for circle hem, right? Like you're like, okay, that at least narrows down the 25 white t-shirts that are here to the ones that have that sort of thing. Um, and it just defines the waist on women and it's super flattering. Um, so yeah, so that's what we do in style sessions. So what I find women do, because especially um, our customers, if they don't have a lot of time is they'll come in, it's about an hour and a half. They come in in the spring. They do a big shop. They sort of load up for the closet, get the stuff that's missing. And then I'll see like maybe a couple online orders from them, like a t-shirt or something, you know, throughout the next few months. And then you typically will see them come in again in the fall. So that's like three hours over the year to shop yeah. and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Even I have three hours. That's manageable. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about this, um, like your technique on how you find the body shape. What did yeah. you call it? The shape finder. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember what shape you were? I was like an X and a A or something. I forget now, but it, I was an X and a something else. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is there yeah. an X or yeah. am I totally making no, that up? <laughs> an X and A have some traits that are similar. So, okay. I think that's what I was, an X and an A, like, mixed. Leading into an A, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because it's hard. It is, like, it is a science. Like, that's what, you know, it is. There actually is a mathematical equation that goes into figuring out what it is. Um, so what we do, so on this site, we have a shape finder, and it's about three or four questions. Um, and that's because nobody, not a lot of people have a soft measuring tape at home and have the ability to measure themselves. <laughs> so um, we created the shape finder so that you can easily you can kind of figure out what shape you are and then what we do when we're in the studio or online too we give you if you do have those things that you can really confirm is it's body shape it's all about the proportion between your shoulders your natural waist and your hips and why I say natural waist is because a lot of people will measure their waist um, too low they measure at the top of their pants and it's actually an inch above your belly button it's where you want to measure. So um, it's all about the proportion between those three. And then if you're between two different shapes, then tie breakers are your chest and your booty in terms of that. And then we have um, five body shapes. So there's X, H, A, V, and O is what we've named them. Um, and those differentiate between them. So an X, um, what you're saying is formerly known as hourglass. Um, so that's where your shoulders and your hips are almost the same. And then you have a really well-defined waist. Um, and H is where all your measurements are about the same. They're within each other. So that's more like you, um, you like a column, like you, you yeah. feel like, yeah, most women were like, I feel like a boy, which is not flat. <laughs> and then, uh, an A, uh, I'm an A, so an A is formerly known as pear, but that is where your shoulders are narrower than your hips and your booty. A V is opposite, so your shoulders are your widest part of your body. 
And then an O is where you carry most of your weight in your chest and your, your stomach area. So your upper half appears um, bigger than your lower half. O's typically have really great legs um, too in terms of that. So that's sort of like the rundown of the shape. So we will put you in a category like that and then um, give you tips and tricks sort of for dressing for each of those shapes. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe there's an X and an H now that I think about it. Yeah. It's like my, my definition of my hourglass has gone, you know, it sideways since having kids. So yeah, yeah I think that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. So we, we definitely say, cause there's five categories. So not everybody's body is going to fit perfectly into those. So sometimes you're one shape leaning into another. Yep. What that means is you can use the rules from both shapes. Like you can kind of take some of these rules and take some of those rules where if you're an exaggerated version of a shape, mm -hmm. usually you're like following the rules sort of in your category. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm going to go take the, the test again because I need to refresh and remember. Um, so how do you, how do you then upgrade your wardrobe based on your style without spending so much money? Yeah. How, how does that even happen? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> shopping at Joe Fresh. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So a few things that happen to us, especially with moms is, I, well, I hear everything. So these are the things that I've learned doing this for this many years of talking to this many women. Everybody has their thing. Everybody doesn't matter how small or how big you are. Everybody has a thing that they're like, I don't like this about myself or I'm self conscious. Mm -hmm. Everybody. There's not one person that's oh, yeah. one that doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's that and that's fine. And so what we do is we just um, help like dress for that thing. Like if somebody doesn't want anything too tight on their belly or they feel like their calves are thick or whatever, we then we just pick pieces that um, do that. The other thing too that um, I'd say 50% of the women say when they come in is I'm losing, I'm just losing five more pounds. I'm losing 10 more pounds. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm not judging. I'm just taking your measurements. But everybody feels the need to say that. Um, and then, so they, and they always say, so I don't want to buy a lot of stuff because I'm losing weight and I don't want those things to, to, to do. So the, the things that I say, so first of all, we try and um, like 90% of our pieces are under $150. So we're always conscious of like making sure that we have um, sort of a range of pieces um, for that. So the pieces that go on the higher end or that are over 150 are usually what we call third pieces. Um, and that is like an easy trick for moms. Um, so when we have the moms come in and say, I'm, I'm wearing like t-shirts and jeans or t-shirts and Lululemons or, you know, um, and I just want to feel more put together, but I don't want to spend a lot of money, that kind of thing is that, uh, investing in like a third piece will like bring a lot of mileage to your wardrobe. So when I say a third piece, that could be a denim jacket. It could be a kimono is the thing right now going into spring for sure. And our kimonos are between like 50 and 70 bucks. Um, but even if you're spending more on those third pieces, what you're probably going to do is you're going to be wearing those three times a week. And you just have to think about that, right? In terms of, of what you want to spend your money on. I always say to people too, is like get a good pair of pants, mm -hmm. um, that you feel comfortable in. So when women come in, they're on a budget with us, or they're saying that they want to lose weight, that kind of thing. I always direct them like, let's try on pants. Like if you walk out of here with one thing today, because that can 
like you can wear those three times a week, right? If you get a good pair of yeah. blue jeans that you like and change the tops. Um, so I say like those are the things to focus on. Um, and then mix and matching. Um, so thinking about what we, so things I'll ask women when they come in is, you know, what piece do you love in your closet? Like, What's the thing that you always gravitate towards or that you love? Or is there something that you love that you want to wear, but you have nothing to wear it with? Um, so we're always trying to like extend your wardrobe. So I know for me, everybody says like, oh, now that you like own a clothing company or like closet must be, you know, ginormous. I'm like, I have less stuff now than I did then. Um, but she said I have better stuff and everything goes with everything. And so you like, actually wear it. And actually wear it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, and it's taken me a while too, is like knowing when to get rid of stuff. It's oh, like, yes. Right. And I have this like, and I fall on the trap of it, but it feels so good. Like, I'm like, why do I have this white shirt? I know I love it. There's a stain on the back and like a stain right here that I think nobody can see. I'm like, everybody can see it. I'm like, I need to just move that out of my closet and make room for like, so it's not an option. It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, those pants I was telling you about earlier with the hole in the crotch. Yeah, I didn't throw them out. They're still here. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to wear them or I'll probably accidentally wear them again. Yeah. You so, know what my, you know, trick, my trick is for that too, which I started doing, is like if there's stuff in my closet that I know I should be getting rid of or like doesn't fit or whatever, I move it into like a different closet. So like my spare room closet. And if after like two months I haven't gone to get it, then I move it out and I feel like I'm okay with it then. Well, there's a, re a reason why Maria Kondo's uh, sparking joy yeah. thing is so popular, right? It's so true. Like we all, I have so many clothes. We just did the whole exercise. So not so much anymore, but you know, so many clothes that I haven't touched in years. And I remember telling myself like, oh, well, I'm going to lose all the baby weight and fit into those jeans that I wore when I was 16 years old again. And it's like, no, I'm not, nor do I want to come, yeah. come on now. Like our bodies change, but sure. You know, we're like you said, we're all insecure about a little something, something yeah. here and there, whether it's, you know, extra skin or something sagging or whatever it is. Um, but our bodies change. Like they physically, not just, you know, the, exterior stuff but like our hips widen and yeah. you know our bodies actually change so it's important to not allow that to bother us because it's a miracle what our bodies go through when we have children and you know it's okay to sort of embrace that change I think yeah. and I love what you're doing because it really helps moms sort of you know embrace their new style as well which is awesome because like yeah style changes too right yeah and what I, I i went through it personally and i know some other women that i've worked with too have as well is that once i learned how to dress for my shape and like feel confident in my clothes like that opened i feel confident now in so many areas of my life right like i feel more confident as a mother i feel you know more confident like at work and like doing things and going after stuff and it's so funny because you know, the old mentality was like, well, if you're into that, like you're vain and that kind of thing. And it's like, no, it's not about that. It's just like feeling good in your own skin sort of thing. Absolutely. And I think that's so important to differentiate the two. You know, it's, it's not vanity to be confident. Yeah. And, you know, exterior beauty 
can mean different things to everyone, you know, like everyone's attracted to different things, but to feel good about yourself. So if you look in the mirror and say, I look good, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You're not dressing to impress someone else. You're dressing to make yourself feel good. And that's why comfort's a big thing. But I also, you know, I don't feel confident when I have a hole in the crotch of my pants or, you know, when I've got a big Joe Fresh tag sticking out of the back or whatever it is. Like, you know, I want to feel confident in what I'm wearing because it makes me feel good and it makes me happy overall. And I think that's the most important piece. So it's really cool what you guys are doing. So I, I interview a lot of mompreneurs on this podcast. It was never intended to be a business podcast. It's just such an interesting transition and evolution that we're going through right now in the world. You know, I feel like everyone I talk to is, you know, creating something magical and beautiful. And like, there is just such, such a market for it within the mommunity or the mama community yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So tell me a little bit about like your journey as a mompreneur. Like I know you said you started the company before you were a mom, mm-hmm. but you know, how has that sort of changed now that you are a mom and like, how do you incorporate your kid into, you know, the daily, whatever you want to call it, hustle, grind, yeah. you know, joyful experience, whatever it is for you. Um, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I've been, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll give you the real story too, which I haven't really talked about um, too much in public, but uh, Charlie is my daughter's name. She's like two and a half, as we said off the top, but I actually didn't want to be a mom, <laughs> so I didn't have these aspirations to be a mom, and Charlie wasn't planned um, as well, so, um, but it's like my greatest gift, right? So that all changes when she, she arrives, but um yeah, so it's been an, a really interesting journey for, for me, like in terms of coming to terms with that and then all of a sudden being this, like, yeah, being a mom who I didn't know that I would have those feelings or, you know, that kind of thing, that kind of love and, and that. So, yeah, so I had Charlie and um, I was actually still working for the age, the ad agency. I got, Renna had left, so she was working at Smithery full time. And then I had cut my hours down to three days a week. So I was doing Smithery and then three days a week at the agency. And when I'm, when I'm at leave, um, we thought it would be a good test to see if the company could sort of support both of us. So I went, I started going back to Smithery and working there about three months after I had Charlie. So um, definitely trying to balance this dream that I had and, and wanted to prove that, you know, I could do it full time um, with being a new mom. And I guess how I rationalize it um, in my head is just, I feel like if there's any example that I can set for her, then I'm okay if this is it. So if I want to set an example that is like hard work and, you know, um, that kind of thing. And just like following your dreams and, and including her too. So, and it, and it's funny, like I still go through the balance of like, is she, does she know too much about work? That kind of thing. Like she'll always be like, are we going to mommy's work today? That kind of thing. I don't know if that's the best thing, but, but I'm okay. Um, and you know what? I, uh, I think it was Jenna Bush that said this, but it really stuck with me. And it's kind of what I do with her is I don't say to her, I have to go to work. I say to her, I get to go to work or mommy's going to work. I never, I try and always make it. That's not this negative thing that, you know, mommy gets to go to work today and you get to go play with your friends and you know, that kind of thing, because I, I do feel lucky about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't want her growing up being like, Oh, I have to go to work. 
um, that kind of thing. So yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. Um, and then, you know, to top it off, uh, my partner and I, we split in October. Um, so I just, as a mom, it just, I know we're all like so strong, but I, th I feel like, you know, we just do what we have to do for kids and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, that's been another um, sort of turn um, in terms of trying to figure it out. But it, like everybody says, takes a village. Like, I've just found good people. Like I'm from Nova Scotia, so my family is not here, but I've just found really great people that are helpful and love her and and I know that so when I leave her I'm okay because I know that they love her too and you know and she gets to spend time with these people and and learn sort of not just um things that I want to teach her but what other people in the world want to teach her too I love all of that and that's I that's why I asked this question because it's always not the same answer but it's always it resorts back to that and that's why you know when you're a mom and you're doing what you love and you're living in your soul's work and your passion, you know, all the things you said, like making it about you get to go to work, turning work into a positive thing. I do the same thing with my kids. I involve them. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do what I can to show them that I love what I do and I'm helping other people. And I explain to them what that looks like. And yeah, the other thing you said about it takes a village, like that's one of our core values at YGT mama is like, you know, community over competition and like really just helping one another and creating that village, that community, that support network, whatever you want to call it. But it is so important. We're not cut out to do this alone. No. Right. We're, we need our, our sisters, our friends, our people. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's so important. And I'm glad you, you brought that up. Yes. <laughs> and even, um, even with the studio, like, it, and that's why we always say, like, bring your kids, right? Like, because we know not everybody can get away. So we kind of make it an environment in both places that kids can come and, you know, we have some toys there and, like, try to um, help with that, too, as well. So Absolutely. And I think that I was actually going to ask you what the policy was on bringing children. So I think I kind of knew it was going to be <laughs> a, a safe place for kiddos. But, you know, it's always good to ask. So where can our listeners find you and you know what does that look like where do you guys hang out the most and do you have any sort of promotions going on um and we'll put everything in the show notes so our listeners can find you and go and experience the smithery style yeah okay um so our website um which you can shop with us on there and figure out your shape try and figure out your shape is uh, smitherystyle.com and then I say we're most active. We do have a Facebook page, but we're most active on Instagram and we are smithery style there as well. Awesome. Um, and then also for like, um, we, we really try and get out in the community outside of the GTA. Um, you know, we have followings sort of in Ottawa and Calgary, that kind of thing. So there is an events page on the website that sort of says where we are and we'll road trip like <laughs> as well. So don't be afraid to like, message us and be like hey can you come to guelph or can you come to peterborough like we've done them all london sort of thing so yeah so exciting that's yeah. great awesome okay well i will post that all in the show notes and thank you so much for joining us tonight or today whenever you're listening and i just can't wait to see what more evolves out of this incredible business that you've created so thank you for being here and sharing this time and space with me and yeah until next time Thank you. So nice chatting with you. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sabrina Greer, your host, and you've been listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. You can follow us at YGT Mama and join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram to get more information on the stories we share here, our community, our books, or the blog. Head on over to www.ygtmama.com. You can also access the show notes there. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your daily listen and subscribe to the tribe. Rate and review this podcast. That helps keep us alive and we deeply value every review. I would like to thank the production team and Megan Krumpetich, our producer, for making this happen. Thank you so much to all of you for giving us your ear. We hope you tune in next week. But in the meantime, please remember, you've got this, Mama.